0: And wherever you are, and whatever time it is, My Radio Play at Mo One Drama, brought to you by the Theatre of the Mind Collective, is here to offer you a brand new series of 1950s detective noir comedy set in Malaysia in the 2020s. All our audio dramas have been grown from the grassroots of society by struggling artists. Therefore, we would like to thank our supporters with this ability to produce this show. We depend on you hitting the like, share, follow, and subscribe buttons for us to dream bigger dreams of making more for the arts. Or else, we will be forced to sacrifice our souls to other industries just to pay our bills. So hit that button and make our day, or night, wherever you are. And thank you. My Radio Play at Mo One Drama presents to you, Derek Kong. Private Detective.
1: Excuse me, sir! Whoa, 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 whoa,
2: whoa! Ah! I'm sorry, Auntie. I didn't see you. Are you okay? This is a mountain bike track, actually. Oh, is it?
1: I was walking, minding my own business. I seem to wander too far, and now I can't find the gate. Which way is it? I'm, I'm so confused. I, 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 I.
2: <sighs> I, I could show you. It's, it's back that way. You, you, you must have missed it.
1: Oh, would you please?
3: You are so oh,
2: kind.
3: Get him! Oh my God. I dump the bike! Oh. Dump it! And the helmet for Christ! Get his other Please arm! Get his Please. phone! Get his phone! Huh?
2: You? It's simple, bro. Come with us. Any funny business in this barang will draw blood. Got it? Now walk.
1: Move it! Over there!
2: 8.42 a.m. It was an ordinary Saturday morning at the office in TTDI. I would woken up at my desk at the crack of dawn, swamped with meaningless requests of suspected hate crimes by offended netizens, none of which I felt compelled to tackle. Business was slow, the slowest it's been since Malaysia hosted the Commonwealth Games in 98. That month, all the small-time crooks were either already nabbed or took a break from crime to join in the celebrations. Yet a detective without a case is like a grope book without chili sauce. I had to pick something to keep things afloat. I had narrowed my list of choices down to two. Discovering the identity of an anonymous v-neck hating blogger, or finding out who's leaving their garbage for the park monkeys. Either one will be excommunicated by the local community. Cancel culture was starting to take a hold on the masses, and I loved to be a part of it. Where were the real petty crooks and old school villains? Where were the hot damsels that needed the service of a suave and charming private detective? The 2020s were already getting dull. So dull, I was ready to let the detective work go and move on to other things. My Nescafe jar was empty. I was just about to walk over to 99 Speedmart when my phone rang.
1: Uh, Hello? Is this Mr. Kong, a private detective?
2: Yeah, that's me. How can I help?
1: I... Uh, I think I need your services. Somebody is either missing or in danger. I... Uh, I don't know.
2: You don't know who else to call? It was the type of comment that puts a skip in my step. The voice of a distressed damsel sounding utterly helpless and... No!
1: Uncle... Uh, Mr. Kong, I don't really know him. I only know of him. His name's Richard. Richard Kwan. Can we meet up? I don't like talking on the phone.
0: And here's an exciting half-hour of Derek Kong, Private Detective, starring Gavin Yap as Derek Kong.
2: I didn't even get her name. She sounded like a tuner. She'll be the girl in the baby pink kabaeah. Looking around for a suave and sophisticated private detective reading the paper at the back.
0: Hi! Hey, I love those earrings! Oh my god! where you get
2: them? Or the lady in the shades and sun hat ordering a coffee. Maybe I should clear my throat so that she notices me.
1: <clears throat> Hello! What now, huh? Hi, yeah, Desmar- that's more. Don't play play lah, man, You are... Mr. Kong?
2: Well, this is a surprise.
1: I came through the back door. I have to sign the roster, but I saw you when I came in. I knew it was you. Uh, my, my name's Raya.
2: She was dressed in blue jeans, t-shirt, and a cute quartet cafe apron. A cloth cap covered her chestnut hair. A pretty buttock face mask covered her mouth khaki converse low-tops and indigo nail polish, the independent type. Her eyes, too dark and intense for a girl who must have only just hit her 20s. Do you figure out all the customers you serve, or just me?
1: Shall I get you another latte?
2: How long was she standing there? How long has she been working here? And how well does she know me and my vocation?
1: Here's the brown sugar and the spoon on the side. Anything else or shall I tell you about... um you know... Richard.
2: Tell me all you know.
1: That's just it. I don't know him. All I know is his name is Richard Juan. He's rich, his family is all overseas and he's missing.
2: And how do you know that he's missing? What does this missing Richard mean to you? Are you in
1: love with him? It's nothing like that. He hasn't come in for his regular Sunday breakfast for three weeks. That's all. I know he had no plans to leave. I mean, he would have said something, kan? He would have told somebody he wouldn't have just disappeared. He
2: probably wanted to be with his family overseas.
1: No, he didn't. He wanted to stay. He has property here and... Something happened. I knew it.
2: Maybe he did go and he's in quarantine. He doesn't owe you an explanation. You know the situation. It's something people have...
1: Mr. Kong! You have to believe me. He's missing. His life is in danger. I'm serious. I know.
2: Well, I need more info, Miss Haraya. A lead, a photo. It's not a case unless I have something, anything. You've given me nothing.
1: I have one photo he took. I made a screenshot. It was on his Insta. Now his his account is gone, deleted. I'll send it to you. I have to get back to work. Sorry. I'll message you some more info later. Huh?
2: And you want me to work out the whereabouts of this maybe missing guy you hardly know without a fee?
1: I'll message you. The money's no problem.
2: 11.07 a.m. Hmm. the money's no problem well then why does she work at a cafe this kind of work has a premium fee attached not that i'm complaining but something's not clocking up straight a busy girl waiting on tables all weekend on a low-wage job she was obviously busy because the photo took two hours to arrive richard kwan is a cyclist fit youngish healthy wealthy big eater full breakfast The type who works out his abs so he can enjoy his food and wear fitted shirts. A blue cycling helmet under his arm, showing off a set of well-toned biceps. Friends. No. Acquaintances. Cycle friends. Yet he seems alone. I've seen cyclists around the cafe before. The Fun Sport Cycles Bicycle Shop. Uh, excuse me, I'm looking for a... Yeah, bicycle for child or adult. An adult bicycle, for the park on
3: Sundays. One like this? (laughs) That one, a super advanced, way, Tall range, ah. Are you sure you want that one? I mean, hey, you take this super lightweight e-turbo version, ah, can pedal faster, ma. Uh, sure. (laughs) I I do want to get fit. With help. Yeah, excuse me, sir, but you actually got ride mountain bike before. Uh? Uh, you you want the shirt? I can go. You know, I got the helmet uh, or the glove. I got shorts. No. Here's a check for the bike. Wow. Okay. Hey, you want to join club or not? Because you got safety gear so I can give you. You don't ride a bike like this uh, in your suit. You understand? You serious, right? Uh, the gear is like this. See, it's XL, you know, so it's supposed to be a bit tight. La. What clubs are there?
2: I'm kind of a loner, but wouldn't mind a up on Sundays and maybe a breakfast get-together
3: after a ride. Could you recommend a group like that? Oh, I can. There's a lot of groups to join one, no? Uh, but if you want to join one, that's around this location, right? Yeah, that one, huh? very serious, that group. Uh, they ride the bike or the track, you know? Okay. You're very sure, huh? Very sure, thank you. Maybe those
2: fine gentlemen that meet up at Quartet, you know the ones?
3: Oh. Okay. Okay. You call this fella, Jason Fernandez. He likes your type one, right? uh, the lonely type. They ride tomorrow and they take the breakfast at the quartet, the cafe on the Lorong Dato Sulaiman 7. Uh, nah. Okay, you call him. Right? Hey, Don't say I give a number right? or he might whack me. Right? <laughs> joking, right? joking. Mission accomplished. Jason Fernandez.
2: Looks like his profile mugshot matches the dude on the left on the photo of Soraya sent of Kwan.
3: Okay, thanks for your help. Uh, I'll arrange for collection later. Yeah, yeah, sir. You, can you collect before the 8pm? Because I... What time later at... Why? Uh, one time, this fella.
0: Sport cycles. I like to ride my specialized bike. I like to have it. Oh, you want stuff specialized?
1: Shop adrenaline to Fun sports Cycles.
2: I didn't sleep much. I was excited to get on the case. This Quan fellow seems to have no leads on Google. I started an Instagram account under the name Delic223AI, because Derek was already taken. I wanted to see what was all the rage in Tamantun, but got no info on Quan. I did find Jason Fernandez. He goes by his name, if that is his real name. I'd put on a pair of joggers and a baseball cap, my undercover character number four, and was heading to Quartet Cafe.
1: Hi, can I help you?
2: I peeped out from under the shade of my hat and gave her a wink. I could tell by her expression that she was impressed that I was going undercover.
1: Ah! Right! Well, we have a Sunday special. It's a big breakfast with a choice of tea or coffee.
2: I'll take it. Hey, where's a good place to sit, huh? I gave her another wink and she directed me to the table by the window. Bicycles and sweaty people in skin-tight apparel and noisy cycle shoes were everywhere.
3: Hey, you're having the ice mocha, right? I told you not to call me. that. Uh, uh, Oh, right, right. Yeah.
1: Make that too, Bob.
0: Chase? You? Uh,
3: medium decaf, double hot latte. I'll help you, eh? No, oh, dude, this is Malaysia lah, huh? no Tim Horton here, it's just latte.
2: They proceeded to the counter. I watched Suraya carefully. She treated them cordially, not friendly as you'd expect regulars to be treated. I watched from under my cap.
1: Got it, anything to eat?
3: We'll order later, thanks.
1: Alright, I'll bring the coffees over. You're outside, right?
3: Yeah, we're outside next to the bikes, thanks.
2: I've got one hot waitress working weekend shifts, but money's no problem. A bunch of regulars on wheels who act like they've never seen her before, and a missing guy who never existed. I needed a cliché conversation starter. Something that spoke to cyclists and got them all pumped. It was my flat white.
3: Oh, no. I didn't see you there. Your coffee spilled. Let me get you another one, eh? Oh, it's okay. No bother. No, no, really. What was it? My shot. It's my fault. Eh? I didn't look where I was going. Oh, gee, thank you, thank you, Mister. Uh... Jason. Just call me Jason.
2: The pressure of the lycra must have squeezed all his senses out of him because he didn't see my foot casually stick out as he was passing. Lucky for me, I get to thank him for his troubles and squeeze my way into his close-knit batch of chums.
3: Here you go, one fresh flat white. Say, you are a cycle around here? Sure, every Sunday. you mind if I join you? Uh, Yeah, I'd have to ask my friends if uh, if we can have another person join right now. Uh, Things are just a little bit tight. Oh, at the table. Uh, Yeah, well, uh, sure, okay.
2: I picked up my flat white and followed Jason to the table outside. His friend's expressions were quick to hide their disdain. Jason smoothly pedaled over the awkwardness by pulling up an extra
3: chair. Yeah, yeah. This is Mr. I. I'm sorry, I didn't catch your name.
2: Yeah, call me Derek. Derek Chin. Hey, pleased to meet you.
3: Yeah, well, yeah. So uh, this is Bob, and uh, uh, that's Marsha, and uh, uh, Vinny. Hey.
1: Just call me Mar.
3: Actually, we were about to have a meeting. were not we, Jason?
1: Your Sunday big breakfast, sir.
2: Oh, hey, look, I'm stuck. Yeah, can't move now. (laughs) My grandmother would sure scold me if I ate my food, you know, moving from place to place. She'd say, hey, Dalek, you won't settle down with one wife like that one. Move here, move there, just marry, divorce, marry, divorce only. Sure, no luck in love if you keep moving with your food like that. uh."
1: Oh, was your grandmother Malay?
2: Uh, Well, no, no, not quite. She was Chinese, but uh, my great-grandmother's sister married a Malay. Uh, and I guess my grandmother pick and choose her uh, uh, superstitions, uh, you know, based on fusion of culture. <laughs> so, <laughs> I guess we're ordering now then, huh? uh, Jason will pay for it. Right, Jason? <laughs> I guess so, eh? Suriah took their orders and repeated them back slowly. Everyone seemed to be well-versed with the menu and didn't need to refer to it. It was Soraya who had to check with the chef whether the side order of zucchini was available.
3: Yeah, I never know whether to call them zucchini or courgettes in Malaysia. Uh, I guess it depends on the restaurant. Yeah, sometimes it's the staff. You know, you get one waiter who says zucchini and has never heard of a courgette, and then there's others who might have heard of a zucchini but don't know what it is. Same thing though, eh?
1: Zucchini macam zucchini lah.
3: I prefer summer squash. Yeah, this girl calls them courgettes, funny that, eh? So, uh, how long have you been riding together? I'd say about a year. Yep. Uh, Maybe more. Uh, it could be less. I mean, I guess. You got anyone join you, but then give up?
2: There was a pregnant pause and some cagey looks exchanged across the table. I almost raised an eyebrow, but stopped myself in the nick of time like a real stoic poker
3: player. Uh, uh, sometimes people join, yeah, they can't commit. You know, it happens, eh? (laughs)
2: Are you on the Instagram app? I just started my account and I, I should follow others, right? Ah, hey, I guess this must be you, huh? Yeah, that's,
3: uh, that's me. Following. <laughs> Dalek. Dalek 223 AI.
1: Okay, I've got one salmon egg toast with extra ciabatta bread toasted.
2: That's mine. For starters.
1: And one Russian eggs with fried tomatoes, mushrooms, and the courgettes on the side. I'll come back with the rest.
3: She probably studied in the UK.
0: When I went there, everyone
3: said courgettes. The girl before her uh, always said zucchini and had this like fake American accent. <laughs> I hate that. I know, right? She's new, She's been here about two weeks, I think. Not bad. Polite. Okay, okay la really. Ah, the last girl wasn't anything much. She
0: kept... Only a quarter. T-T-D-I. Oh yeah.
2: Oh yeah, a quick fix for the get-go-go. Available in six flavours.
1: don't deprive yourself of coffee. No, no.
2: Get your daily caffeine fix with quartet-bottled coffee. 3.42 p.m. I spent lunchtime walking around TTDI taking random pictures for my Instagram. They comprised of some graffiti on a wall, an overflowing garbage can, and an ice kachang, All just so that it wouldn't look like I'm stalking anyone, which is what I am doing. I did get a shot of the four bikes parked outside the cafe before leaving. That won't go on any social media. But in the process of uploading photos about nothing in particular, I gained three unwanted followers for my photography skills. I guess I'm too good at the art. All the time, my mind was on this case. As Soraya worked at Quartet for only two weeks, how did she suspect that Quan was missing before she even started working there? She hardly knew him, but rationally, did she even know him at all? Does this Quan fellow even exist? All these thoughts were traversing my mind when my phone rang. It was Soraya. And before you say anything, Miss Soraya, you have some explaining to do.
1: What have you found out?
2: About Quan, or you?
1: Oh, yeah, um... I finished my shift at six o'clock. Maybe I could meet you somewhere?
2: Meet me at the park bench facing the lake, the one near the exercise area. The sun setting is very, uh, Instagrammable.
1: Uh, okay. Sure.
2: I had some time to kill, so I wandered towards the mountain bike trail near Bukit Kiara. The weather was muggy and the humidity got me. At some point, I was wondering why there were no bikers. But the time of day and the unbearable heat told me why. My shirt was soaked in no time. I snapped a few photos with my phone. Scenic landscape shots that made me ponder my career choice. I should have been a photographer. But hey, I love my job. Detective work is what I was cut out for. My mind was that kind of mind. Always on the lookout for anomalies. Like the things people say and the way they speak. And that got me thinking. Jason... Fernandez. He has that way of talking that you don't often hear in Malaysia. That A at the end of sentences. Where do I know that from? A Canadian guy I met in a bar. He told me, it's a Canadian thing, eh? And the zucchini nonsense about courgettes. The anomaly being Suraya always saying courgettes. And then there's Bob referring to the people in the UK and how that's what they say there. The anomalies get to me. It's what makes me a good detective. And hello. What's this? There was something in the shrubbery that didn't belong. I had to reach in and get it. A royal blue cycling helmet. Isn't that the colored helmet Quan was wearing in the photo that Soraya sent me? The strap is slightly broken. No name, but it's wet on the inside and slightly faded on one side. Hmm... This has been here more than a few days. Maybe three weeks. It was a quarter to six. I had to be at the park bench in fifteen minutes. I put the helmet into a shopping bag and hurried back to the lake. I didn't want Soraya to think I was leading her up the garden path. These Gen Zers don't wait if they don't feel like it. I half-jogged to make it and was there two minutes before her. Soraya was nonchalantly walking towards the lake from the side park entrance. She took out her earbuds and sat down with her shoulder bag resting on the bench between us.
1: Ew. You look kinda sweaty.
2: Let's cut to the chase, Miss Soraya. Now, you've told me what you don't know. What do you know about this Richard Kwan?
1: I thought you were a detective, Mr.
2: I am a detective. And all leads point back to you. Now, if this Richard Kwan is in serious trouble, if his life is in danger or if he's already dead and you know something, Your life and anyone else you know who's connected would be in danger too. But I... Let me finish, Miss Soraya. If somebody has killed him, do you know that based on my investigations, you'd become a prime suspect for withholding information and I'd have to turn you into the police? I think it's better you told me everything.
1: You're not joking.
2: No, I am not. Now let's start from the beginning. How do you know Richard Kwok?
1: I told you, I don't... Yeah,
2: yeah, you don't know him. Well, then how do you know of him and his situation? Did you meet his family in the UK? Or does anyone in the UK know him? Like, let's say, from friends in Canada? Because if you and your contacts know something...
1: Are you sure we're in danger?
2: As sure as I am that this is Quan's cycle helmet...
1: Oh my! Where do you find that?
2: So it's Quan's, huh?
1: Of course it is! It's the helmet he was holding in the photo I sent you. Where did? How
2: can you be sure?
1: I can't. Okay, Mr. Kong, you've scared me enough. I'll tell you what I know. That's better. I have an aunt who lives in Birmingham, back in the UK. Back? I lived there for a couple of years. I stayed with my aunt, um, Ma Intan. She makes asam laksa for a Malaysian restaurant. Go on. Anyway, she was asking me if I had found a job yet, and I hadn't. But I I told her I wanted to start my own company. Oh, this is going to sound so bad.
2: I'm okay so far.
1: Well, Ma Intan wanted to help, so I told her about my ideas. I wanted to... I explained. I, I wanted to... to start a private investigator firm. I thought she would laugh, but straight away she contacted a few people and, well... And you know, I. And. And she found out about this case, lah. What
2: did she find out? And from whom?
1: Well, kind of like her son, my cousin Adi, has a friend in Toronto, and his friend knows the Kwan family. It seemed that Richard was talking to his mom on chat, and an arguments started about why he decided to stay in Malaysia with all this pandemic stuff going on, and he was adamant he was going to stay because of the house he owns. And here in KL here in La, so that house had some long time tenants who were not in KL during lockdown and it was empty except for their stuff and then they messaged him about two months and they said that they were stuck in Taipei or something and that their friends might take over the tenancy that way they could leave their stuff there so Richard wanted to make sure the tenancy agreements were done and some things that needed fixing and then he went completely silent his phone is off. He doesn't answer emails. His social media is deleted.
2: Hmm. And he didn't go cycling on Sundays.
1: Yeah, but at first his mom thought he was being a spoiled brat, being obstinate like he usually is. After a while, she got worried. Adi told Ma Intan, and Ma Intan suggested I look into it. When Adi told the Kwans this, they agreed they'd pay for any investigation expenses. Like money's no problem. Just find him, la.
2: Then when was it that he was in danger?
1: That morning when I called you, I realized I was sorta of in too deep when Richard's cousin in Canada hacked his email and found that nothing had been open for three weeks. He had 48 emails untouched in there, including the ones sent by his family. And there were no emails from any tenants past or present. I got scared.
2: So, if I hadn't asked you to come clean, would you have told me all this crucial information?
1: <laughs> Maybe... I was stupid for thinking this, but somehow I thought that I I could still... I I don't know, I...
2: Take all the credit for solving the case. (laughs) I'm disappointed, Soraya.
0: The end of the first part of a two part episode of Derek Kong, Private Detective The Zucchini Bicycle Case, brought to you by Chindana. The Theatre of the Mind Collaborative were Amina Jindani, writer creator, Derek Kong, and Richard Kwan was acted by Gavin Yap, Saraya was played by Sharifa Amani. Jason Fernandez and the Bicycle Salesman by Douglas Lim. Vinny by Radhi Khalid. Marsha and Sun Hat Lady by Natasha Modali. Bob, Caleb Anka-Lok. Pink Cabaya Girl by Anita Wu. Directed by Gavin Yup. And produced by myself, Anita Wu, for M01 Productions. Any resemblance to real persons, dead or alive, or other real-life groups of people, past or present, is purely coincidental. The places are real, however, and exist in TTDI, so come and visit. Join us for part two of the Zucchini Bicycle Case, coming soon. All our audio dramas have been grown from the grassroots of society by struggling artists. Therefore, we would like to thank our supporters for this ability to produce this show. We depend on you hitting the like, share, follow, and subscribe buttons for us to dream bigger dreams of making more for the arts. Or else we will be forced to sacrifice our souls to other industries just to pay our bills. So hit that button and make our day or night, wherever you are. Follow the MyRadioPlay hashtag or visit Theatre of the Mind social media pages for our updates and special behind-the-scenes footage. Or leave a comment. My name is Anita Wu. Good night. Or good day. And thank you for listening.